The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Your host is Chad Austin. There's no time to get yourself into shape. Like right now, you'll learn how to overcome the day-to-day excuses and start working on the rest of your life. The results will come as you go and will just keep getting better and better. Now, here's your host and motivator, Chad Austin. What's up, everybody? I'm Chad Austin. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. May is almost here, so that means it's time for us to start getting in shape for summer. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, that means we're going to start the yo-yo trend again of losing weight, putting it back on, losing weight, putting it back on. Most of us have done it before. I found some statistics on yo-yo dieting. By some estimates, more than 80% of people who have lost weight regain all of it or more after two years. Each year, an estimated 80 million Americans go on a diet, spending more than $40 billion on all types of weight loss programs. Of these 80 million, fewer than 5% will succeed at losing weight and keeping it off. Researchers at University of California at Los Angeles analyzed 31 long-term diet studies and found that about two-thirds of dieters regain more weight within four or five years than they initially lost. If you're not convinced, all you got to do is go to the grocery store and check out the checkout lane of all, and look at all the cautionary tales screaming at you from the tabloids. Kirstie Alley regained 70-plus pounds and is going back to Jenny Craig for round two. Maureen McCormick, better known as Marsha Brady, got even heavier after she was on Celebrity Fit Club. Oprah has lost weight, put it back on several times. Janet Jackson, Kelly Clarkson, the list goes on and on. It makes you wonder if these rich, powerful people with their pers- with personal trainers and private chefs probably, if they can't win the weight war, what chances do we have? There is something I think that all these people have in common, and that is that they only made temporary changes. Since I've been a trainer, I've I've never really liked the word diet, because to me, it just means temporary. When you say diet, it means something that you're just going to do for temporary, and then you're going to go back to your normal ways. Temporary changes only give you temporary results. If you want to break away from the yo-yo routine, then you need to make long-term lifestyle changes. Returning to Be Fit for Life this morning is Todd Markley, the founder and creator of Success Meals KC. Todd Markley has more than a little bit of experience in the world of fitness and nutrition. Todd's been a gym owner and a personal trainer for the past 20 years and has worked with a lot of different people. The one common thread Markley noticed among all these people was that while they shared a commitment to fitness and the desire to be lean and toned, few were actually making steady progress towards their eventual goals. Todd began to question these people about their workouts, lifestyle, and nutrition habits. One thing he repeatedly noticed was that despite the commitment to exercise, they left their nutrition needs to chance. Markley began to delve further into the quandary, and he knew that these people were nutrition savvy. They understood the importance of nutrition, how the importance it played on their goals. So why were they neglecting this one vital component? 
what he soon realized was that while these people were willing to take greater responsibility for their health, convenience remained the key driver in their dietary choice. Time constraints made it difficult for them to make food decisions that were nutritionally based. As a, as a result, they were making poor food choices and skipping meals altogether in an attempt to keep, keep up with the hustle and bustle of today's fast-paced lifestyle. Markley knew that for his clients to be successful, we'd have to find a way to simplify eating healthy. It was at this point that the answer became inevitably clear. To ensure that his clients received the precise nutrients, the right amounts, at the right times, what's to do it for them? And thus, Success Meals was born. Todd will be joining us in a little bit to help us learn how to keep get away from the temporary yo-yo and get to long-term lifestyle changes. Brett Klicka is a guest I've had on the show before, and he's a very, very good trainer. He's a 2013 Personal Trainer of the Year, and I share articles with him from time to time because he's a very good writer, but there's one I'm going to share. It's called Invert Fat Loss Pyramid, and this is really just, just pinpoints this problem that, um, that we have with making long-term changes and, and getting away from the yo-yo diet. But I shared this article on my Facebook page. So if you go to the right-hand column of my Be Fit for Life page, there's all the links to all my different pages, YouTube, Facebook, you name it, my website. Just click on the one that says Chad Austin on Facebook. It'll take you right to my Facebook page. And at the top, or the second one down from my timeline, there's an article from Brett Clickett. And I'm just going to read part of it here. Inverted Fat Loss Pyramid. I'm so frustrated with my weight loss program. I do the elliptical for 30 minutes at a heart rate of 140 145 days a week, I do some weights, I try to eat pretty good. That's the battle cry of the fat loss frustrated. Have you found yourself in the above situation? Most of us have. It would seem that you're doing what you're supposed to do. You've read the magazines, you've done the DVDs, and you've drank the fitness Kool-Aid, but nothing seems to work. I've got some good news for you. You are doing all the right things, sort of. An effective weight, weight and fat loss program is comprised of cardiovascular training, resistance training, and proactive, high-quality nutrition. The program for most is re relatively alloc allocating the mental, physical, and emotional effort dedicated to each one of these components. Without adding working, workout time or extra workout days, most people could experience drastic results by merely redistributing their mental and physical efforts towards these aspects of weight and fat loss. Referring to the quote that begins the article, it's, so, it's easy to see where a majority of mental and physical energy is directed in most weight and fat loss programs. People can identify the activity, duration, intensity, and frequency of their aerobic training, but when they discuss resistance training and nutrition, things get progressively more vague. They may be able to talk about the exercises they do during resistance training, but not much outside of that. It's merely an afterthought. Of a few minutes of crunches, a few minutes of crunches and curls after an aerobic workout. When nutrition is brought up, vague becomes an understatement. I try to eat pretty good. That generally means that's a normal response, and that generally means they're still alive, so they have not ingested any poison in the last 24 hours. These frustrated folks have created weight fat loss intervention pyramid with cardiovascular exercise as the base. Resistance training in the middle, and nutrition is a little bitty chunk at the top. People who have experienced long-term success with weight fat loss tell a different story. While the frustrated masses are aerobic junkies, cardio junkies, 
that do some weights and try to eat well. The specimens that make you say, whoa, invert, the py- invert that pyramid and become nutritionists, weightlifters, and do some strategic cardiovascular work. Long-term weight and fat loss stories almost always begin with a detailed account of daily nutrition. What types of food, where they come from, how much of, e- how much of each, and when it's eaten. No matter how hard you try, you can't outwork a bad diet. Fat burns relatively slow and can be replaced very quickly. It's like trying to drain a sink while keeping the faucet on. The one thing you are working hard to get rid of is being replaced faster than it is being used. So invert the pyramid. Make the big, the big base of your pyramid nutrition. Make your primary focus nutrition. Eat real unprocessed food. Don't keep junk around the house. And write down everything you eat for two weeks. Secondly, the successful minority can outline their resistance training program down to the exercises. The order of the exercises, how they split these exercises over the course of a week, how much resistance reps and sets change over the duration of a program, and anything else you may want to know. While resistance training is not a good short-term weight loss strategy, muscle weighs more than fat, it becomes extremely effective and long-term for both weight and fat loss. Unlike aerobic training, resistance training increases the amount of lean muscle the body has. Muscle serves as a gas-guzzling engine for that body. So the bigger the engine, the more fuel it can consume while driving. As a matter of fact, muscle is responsible for utilizing a fuel. Unlike aerobic training, resistance training increases the amount of lean muscle the body has. The more muscle you build by busting your butt with weights, the more calories you burn while watching Breaking Bat. As lean muscle grows and fat shrinks, the skin starts to set on top of beautiful developed muscles instead of amorphous of jello. That is why we call being lean, cut, rip, jack, tone, shape, or merely smoking hot. While aerobic exercise can decrease fat, it doesn't do much for fat for the muscle underneath. It leaves very little to show and when the fat slowly disappears, assuming grade A nutrition. So invert the pyramid. Start with nutrition. Design a strength training program. Talk to a professional. Focus on large muscle lifts, squats, deadlifts, presses, pull-ups. Record and improve your lifting numbers. Uh, shoot for three days a week of resistance training. Okay, and the last thing he talks about for cardio is instead of making... So most people, the whole point of his article is that most people are cardio junkies and the base of their pyramid centers around cardio and they, they know exactly what they do for cardio every time and in the middle of their pyramid is resistance training. They can tell you a little bit about their resistance training or what their, what their routine is and then they're very vague with nutrition. Invert the pyramid. Make nutrition the biggest priority of your, of your routine Then put resistance training in there and make sure you know exactly what you're doing and then do cardio strategically. And instead of doing long workouts over and over again, keep most of your workouts to 30 minutes and shorter, intenser workouts. And then just throw a few longer workouts in the routine. This is going to lead to a lot longer success, lot lot better results, and it's going to help you get long-term success instead of something temporary. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to bring on Todd Markley from Success Meals. And we're going to talk about how it can break away from the yo-yo routine and get long-term results with the meal plan customized for yourself 
instead of temporary results that you don't stick to for the long term. So we'll be right back with Be Fit for Life. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you have cancer, there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. While many medical professionals can give us some of the answers, there are many more unanswered questions that can't always be answered to our satisfaction. Listen for Cancer Concepts and Compliments with Dr. James Belanger. We'll discuss the tests, the compromised immune system, how cancer grows, and what natural medicines could be added to conventional therapies that may help keep it at bay. Cancer Concepts and Compliments airs live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. Joining me on the show this morning is Todd Markley, founder and creator of Success Meals KC. Todd has been in the fitness industry as a gym owner and personal trainer for over 20 years now. Welcome to the show, Todd. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, thanks for having me, Chad. Oh, no problem. Success Mills is a great program. I've used it quite a bit before, so I'm happy to have you back on to talk more about it today. I mentioned earlier in the show when I, when I mentioned you that you first came up with the idea of preparing and customizing meal plans. You came up with that idea to help your clients get better results. How did it go from that to Success Meals KC? You know, it, <clears throat> it wasn't like I had this big epiphany um, about starting a business. It really kind of be, um, began as an amenity for my, my clients. Um, again, I, I was training, had clients who worked out with me tenaciously. Um, they, they were nutrition savvy. They knew what to do but they weren't getting the results that they wanted, which the majority of my clients, as all clients, I believe, wanted to be lean and tone. Um, and they're getting frustrated because they weren't seeing the results. And I knew that from their workouts in the gym, they developed nice, toned, strong muscles. You just couldn't see them. It was covered with a blanket of body fat. You can't flex fat, so there's nothing I can do about that during our workouts other than advise them, of course, on, a, on diet and, and a little bit of cardio as well. Um, and I think a step further, I would design diets for them and grocery lists and uh, you know, follow up with them, and I'd always get the kind of the same kind of feedback. It'd be like, you know, hey, how's the diet going? And be like, you know, Todd, you know, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I just I don't have the time to go out and acquire and prepare these meals. And, and I think that resonates with a lot of people in today's fast-paced lifestyle. They're, they they know what to do. They're just too busy to do it. Um, and it's more of an afterthought. And so 
because of their frustration and mine as well, I, I finally conceded and said, you know what, I'm going to do it for you. Uh, I had no culinary experience, um, but I knew how to weigh out food and meet specific fat loss goals and, you know, design meal profiles that uh, designed to feed the muscle and starve the fat. So I bought some cookbooks and some recipe books, and I'd go home at night. I had eight clients whose meals I was preparing for them, and I'd do it in the evening. And on my way to work the following morning, I'd drop it off in a doorstep in a cooler. And, um, and that's kind of started. And, and, you know, within a couple of weeks, they were getting results, and they are feeling better. People were noticing it, and my clients were coming to me going, hey, this is great. You know, can you do this for my spouse or my coworker or neighbor? And, and, and it kind of just uh, blossomed from there. And, you know, that, that alpha group of eight, Within three months, it grew to 50, and, and, and my growth was linear from there. And, and now we prepare meals on a daily basis for over 500 active clients each day. So that's kind of how it started and, and where we're at today. That's awesome. And it started just from you putting your clients first and uh, going through all this extra work. It, I mean, that excuse that I don't have time, it seems like uh, for everything in fitness or really for, for everything, we hear that excuse. That's our number one go-to excuse, it seems like, that we don't have time or we're too busy. And so... That convenience factor that success meals gives you, it just uh, it just takes away that excuse. You can no longer say you don't have time when it's when it's made for you. So I can definitely see how uh, it's you know. Helps I also think so much. people inadvertently are, 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 they they learn throughout the whole process. You know, we're trying to we're not it's a twelve week program, and we're not trying to again have somebody white knuckle through something for twelve weeks and then go back to old eating patterns. Uh, we're trying to. Obviously, make progress and get them leaner and healthier, but really teach them um, get their body acclimated to eating over three to four eight hours. Uh, they learn visually what their portion sizes should look like, what foods to you know to combine a protein with a carbohydrate in every meal, and so that we're trying to give them the tools so that they are able to continue eating like this for the rest of their life. And uh, and you know <clears throat> I think people also learn that while it, it's interesting how we do you know compromise our nutrition and put it on the back burner for sake of trying to get a little extra work done, but in the long run, it, it costs you in time. When you neglect your health, you're going to, uh, you know, through your eating habits, you're going to pay for it down the road. You may, may not today, but at some point, you're, uh, and your productivity is going to suffer, uh, your energy, uh, and then, of course, that's going to lead to all these chronic diseases and conditions that we suffer from today, that suffer from today that are diet-related. So really, if you invest it, you know, whether it's with a program like Success Mills or do it on your own, if you invest in that time now, it's going to pay back tenfold down the road. Oh yeah, your energy and everything else you'll have. I, I'm always looking for a new uh, uh, Instagram picture or whatever to post from time to time in newsletters or whatever. But I saw one yesterday that was, "Do you have what? Do you, what's what do you have more time for? Do you have a one hour workout or one hour workout every day, or to be dead for 24 hours a day or something?" But it was a it was a pretty good point that it was making that it's important to make time. Um, so how long you have 500 people that you do for now, and that's that's a that's a pretty big number because this is something that you're gonna you have some people that just stay with it long term, but there are a lot of people that come in and out of the program. So to keep that number that high, that's really it's really grown. So how long how long has uh, Success Mills been around now? You know, good, right at 11 years now. So it's it's taken a while to get up to those numbers, and, and you're right with attrition. That just to maintain that is it's a pretty big uh, task, but um, but it kind of it kind of proves I think that how effective the program is. And again, mm-hmm. when I say the program, I'm not talking about success meals. I'm talking about eating healthy, you know, how effective yeah. it is and how uh, when people learn how to do it and invest in it, then they won't stop. They'll continue eating that way uh, forever because the benefits, and again, not just the long term, but the immediate benefits. And I think that's one thing within the first week people people recognize 
is uh, just eating the, those consistent healthy meals, their, their blood sugars are stable and they don't experience those afternoon lulls that people typically have with energy and, and they just feel so much better. And uh, just from proper nutrition, that, that's one of the immediate gratifications. Mm-hmm. So from your homepage, I, I took this right off your homepage, it says Success Meals KC is full service healthy meal solution tailored to individual calorie needs and taste preferences with added convenience of home delivery. So tell us about the process. What do you mean for its individual calorie needs, how it's tailored for each person? You know, we do a couple of things. Um, We don't have just a couple different programs where, okay, you kind of fall in the guideline of 2,000 calories a day or 1,500. We tailor specifically for that individual. So prior to signing up, we're going to have them fill out a questionnaire in which we gather all their behavioral and biographical information, such as the age, body weight, activity level, um, those things. And we use the Harris-Benedict formula, which is the, the most common formula for establishing uh, daily caloric needs. And, and through those factors, we determine how many calories a person, a person needs to meet their maintenance caloric intake. And then from there, based on their goal, we can create a caloric deficit or surplus if we have people who want to gain weight. But in most cases, it's a weight loss program. So in those situations, we create a slight caloric deficit below their maintenance, therefore creating an environment to uh, to burn body fat, and then we determine the ratio of macronutrients and what percentage of those calories is going to come from protein, carbohydrates, and fat. And those are on the individual basis as well, based on uh, food sensitivities, uh, health, and uh, and things such as in your uh, lifestyle or environment. So once we factor that, uh, we are able to establish a meal profile, and we're going to prepare the meals and weigh them out and measure them to meet that specific guidelines. And then the neat thing too is, as well as you know, while it may work at the onset, at some arbitrary point, the body is going to acclimate. And so we do have clients monitor their progress on a weekly basis, and based on their rate of progression or if they, they notice it start to wane, we're making adjustments to that mill profile so they're able to see steady uh, progress throughout the duration of the program towards their objective. And then secondly, we customize it towards their predilections. So we're also going to gather all their likes and dislikes. So, and that way, it's, uh, you know, we're ensuring that people only get foods that they like and therefore they're able to adhere to it. Because I think the, the one thing that's going to make this program successful is you have to adhere to the, to the program. We've got to provide you with meals that you like, so it is important that we're in control of all the calories. So we, it's important what we put in that cooler is something that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so like you just said, this is when you first think of this, goal, this uh, program, you think of weight loss, but this is actually for anyone, whether your goal is weight loss or muscle gain. Correct, or, or even some people, they have a, they're happy with their body weight, maybe they'll make a body composition, maybe a, you know, uh, become leaner, gain some muscle, lose some body fat, or... Or we have people just need to meet a health objective. They need to get control of their lower their cholesterol or their their, their blood pressure. They either uh, have syndrome X, which is a pre-diabetic diabetes, and uh, need to improve that. And we can reverse that condition through proper nutrition. So there's a lot of uh, things that successfuls is. You know, aside from just a weight loss program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, when I used it before, I've used it for for uh, 12 weeks a, a couple times, and I've always gotten great results. But the the convenience. I've just I'm I'm someone who who uh, with a lot of people can probably relate to this where I I'm not I wouldn't call myself a cook I mean I can I can cook for myself where I'll like grill chicken breasts and I'll uh, steam vegetables and stuff like that but I don't really consider that cooking really so I'm not, I mean so I end up eating the same thing a lot and so just having great meals that are you know perfect for my goals and it's uh, it's never the same thing when and so it's uh, the convenience factor of having all that done for you it just uh i can speak from someone who uses it it definitely helps get great results but i'm i fall along the category of someone who's just trying to get lean and uh, it worked great for me um, you know i'm so glad to interrupt i think that's one thing as well that kind of makes it nice i think sometimes uh, when people think of a, a diet program they think of oh gosh i'm going to get a what am i going to get a 
you know, a can of tuna fish and a dry baked potato. Um, they think of healthy foods as being, you know, those staples, chicken, rice. And I think they're mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised when they see, you know, how much variety and taste and flavor they can get with the meals. And so our chefs do a great job of, of taking meals people typically love, but, um, you know, they're normally simple, but making healthy versions of those meals. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, I mean I've talked, I've had a couple of nutritionists and people on the show since, uh, since I started the show back up in February. And, uh, a big topic always is a, is a, the cravings of sugar and everything that that we have. I mean, sugar being basically the legal form of cocaine. But when you're the longer you're off of a healthy eating diet, the harder it is. It, se- it seems like to get back on routine. And so, and so, it definitely helps. the The fourth meal, it seems like, uh, with your program, is always some kind of a high protein dessert. And I, I just that's helped me so much. Just uh, stick to a program and not uh, waver from the program when we started it. So. You know, I would say that's probably the most important meal we do. Interestingly enough, is as you know, the number four meal is a dessert type meal, and I think for a lot of people, and again, we make healthy versions of that meal. We, we protein rich it and naturally sweeten it, but um, again, it tastes sinful, and for a lot of people, it alleviates that craving for the, the sweet things that they need and helps mm-hmm. them therefore adhere to the diet. Yes, yes, I, that I, I found that to be the most important meal for me for <laughs> sure. Uh, well, I began today's show talking a lot about yo-yo dieting and the high statistics. And actually, that one quote about the stat about the forty billion, uh, forty billion dollars that we spend on all different types of weight loss programs, and over eight, eighty million people with only five percent succeeding with weight loss. I actually got that from your site. But why do you think? I mean, with uh, so many different diet programs out there that are, people don't get results from, why do you think success meals? works for your clients? You know, <clears throat> first of all, and, and as you kind of uh, uh, mentioned, is you know, go to the checkout stand at the grocery store and you'll see different magazines and they all are, are um, touting a new diet. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, this week is something different than last week. And, you know, of course, these, uh, the weight loss industry is a multi-billion dollar industry and they don't want you to know what really works because uh, they're making a buck off people and going from one diet to the next, looking for the next, you know, magic pill or uh, elixir yeah. or whatever. And really, I think we all innately know what we need to do. It's moderation of, of all the macronutrients that God put on this earth. Is you know, it's eating sound, proper nutrition. You're not going to find it in a in a drink or a pill. And and, and I, you know, you also touch base on what you're talking about the article by um, Brett. <clears throat> that you know, there's also some interesting facts why nutrition is the most important foundation. You got to have that first and foremost because it's going to create the right environment in your body to get the most out of your cardio and your workouts. Uh, so you've got to have that, but we also know that, you, you know, when you combine proper nutrition with the aerobic and anaerobic workout, or, and then if you want to use that uh, that pill you saw in the infomercial, those things all aid, you know, and synergistically work together. But the foundation is the nutrition component. Without mm-hmm. that, you're you know going to spin your wheels. And a good analogy I like to use <clears throat> is we're all familiar with we work out. You know, I, I go to the gym at six in the morning, and I've been going there for years at that time. And, and when I go there, I look around, and I see all the same people. And I'm sure you could, people who work out regularly can you know, attest to this. They go in there and see all the same people every day, and they see those people working hard, those ones who are always there. They're, they're on that treadmill, tenaciously sweating away, working hard. And then when you think about all these people who are always there at the gym when you're there, look at the ones who have physiques you admire and the ones who don't. Mm-hmm. And why is it? Because oftentimes those ones who don't have those physiques you admire, they work out equally as hard as those who do. So what's the difference? And I think they, we all know the answer. It's, it's what they do with their nutrition in the interim. So I think, again, that just kind of, you know, kind of puts out there, again, what's more how important that nutrition component is and, and uh, to create the, 
the environment we need to, to really lose body fat and feed that muscle and starve the body fat. Yeah. Now you can't out train a bad diet. That, that's uh, something that's always, always the best quote. I think one of their is for, for, to learn people for, to teach people about, about living a healthy life is that, that nutrition has to be first. Yep. Um, so I, can, know, I saw a statistic too. I think it's been a while, but uh, it, I think it said that, uh, again, talking about how it's such a like 5% of people actually lose, lose weight and keep it off for a long term. Well, mm-hmm. this nutrition said, um, I think it's like 90% of those people who lost 30 pounds or more and kept that weight off for at least a year, they did that through a combination of diet and exercise. Um, in contrast, it's only about 20% succeeded with just dieting alone and only 1% succeeded by just exercising alone. So yeah, that's, know, good. that's a good quote there, yeah. or those are good stats. And I think <laughs> that's from the National Weight Control uh, Registry. To, mm. uh, so it's a, that's a legitimate, you know, that's a, that's a straight fact. Uh-huh. If I can, uh, with, for all the things we just mentioned about success meals with the convenience and the, how good the food tastes and everything, I can definitely see why someone would want to keep doing success meals as a long-term plan. And I, I bet you have a lot of clients that just uh, that you've had on it for, for years cause it, because of how good a program it is. But for those clients who don't stay with success meals for long-term, to keep getting results, obviously they will have had to have learned how to follow the plan on their own. Correct. So what steps do you do to help these people learn while they're going through the program of how to make these changes on their own? You know, it, it, it's really just the process itself. Again, it's going back with, <clears throat> I think the average person eats maybe two meals a day, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we're taking those calories and breaking them for five smaller meals. Again, to, that keeps blood sugar stable. It keeps the metabolism, the body fed, so it, it doesn't hoard calories. It always believes the calories are forthcoming. Um, it, so there's a lot of benefits. It's a, the process for digestion stimulates metabolism, so it kind of increases that internal thermostat. So there's numerous benefits from eating small, frequent, balanced meals. So that's one thing. And, and again, going back to the blood sugars and the balancing, and have that steady energy throughout the day as a result that people notice. So once they become accustomed to eating in, in that kind of regimen, um, they, their body gets acclimated to that, and they notice when they, you know, when it's that three-hour mark is hit and it's time to eat, they feel their blood sugars dropping and, and that little kind of brain cloud. So that's one thing they're going to learn throughout the process. And they're going to go back to a visually blurring about their portion sizes. Um, in today's society, everything's about uh, value and supersizing. So, you know, you'll learn that, hey, these are my portion sizes. When I go out to eat, I'm probably getting double that. So I should probably take that meal. If I do go out to eat, you get healthy versions. Now, you know, today's uh, restaurants, they have healthy versions on their menu. And you just got to learn that even if it's healthy, if you eat too many calories, it's still going to spill over and adhere to fat. So, you got to take those portions and say, I just eat half of this. I'm going to take my protein, carbohydrate, and vegetables. I'm going to divide it in half and take the other half home in a doggy bag, and you can have that for lunch tomorrow. Um, so I think that's one thing they learned, too, is how much they really need to be consuming um, in a meal. I think, again, mm-hmm. we're, we're way overfeeding ourselves. Um, so a lot of these things, and, of course, throughout the process, too, we're educating them with uh, information in their cooler. We provide on, on tips and kind of things that you touch base on in your show, um, just good information, uh, facts and statistics, things that, kind of educate them about the importance of proper nutrition, ways to enhance and expect their progress. So, but I'd say the majority of the chat is just really just the process itself. People learn, uh, you know, their body learns how to, uh, how to eat in this manner. Yeah. Learning through repetition. I can definitely, uh, see that. And most people as a, as a trainer, you'd probably agree with this. Most people I see, I mean, it's with nutrition. I mean, you can talk forever 
about that. And so I try not to overwhelm people and I make it kind of a baby step process for my people to come in with me in personal training. And my first step is always getting them to, because most people when they come in, they do only two meals a day they, or they, or two and a half really, well, they'll be in a hurry in the morning. So they'll skip breakfast and then they'll eat something really, really light for lunch and they'll be busy all day. So they won't really eat that much. And then when they get home, they're starving, they'll eat a huge, a huge meal. And so, and I think that's the pattern that most people go through. And so getting them to eat smaller, smaller portions and eating five times throughout the day and just learning through repetition, I guess, doing with the success meals when you do it every day. And uh, I think one thing I definitely noticed with me when, uh, I mean, even someone that as a, is a fitness professional and a trainer and teaches other people this, and I'd, I'll get in the habit of having my portions too big of even, even with healthy food, if you have too big of portions, you're, you're underestimating how many calories you're eating. And so you can't get results if you're, if you're just eating too much. And so that repetition of doing it over and over and over again, of having everything already meal ready for you, it definitely teaches you uh, the size of, of what your meal should be. Um, so, but learning by doing, I guess. And I also think that those people who are like listening said, you know what? They, they get the important nutrition. They say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I do, I'm that guy who eats two or three meals a day. I'm gonna start eating five smaller meals. And again, it's not that taking those meals and adding to it. It's taking those calories and break up into five smaller meals. So we're not like sometimes people hear five meals. Uh, you know, I'm trying to lose weight, and and just let them grasp it. Hey, we're not. They're not big meals. It's it's they're smaller meals. So it's it's easily to consume them and, and quick and it's almost like grazing throughout the day. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> the key is if you say, hey, you know, tomorrow I'm going to start eating ramen, do it in this manner. Well, if you wake up tomorrow morning with the best intentions, you may very well get one or two, three even healthy meals in. But inevitably, if you're not prepared, you're going to make a poor food choice or arguably worse, skip a meal altogether. So the the key is to be prepared. You know, that means like you touch base with, and I did the same thing when I used to compete back in the 90s. I would make all my meals on Sunday night, and I'd put them in Tupperware, so I'd have all these meals available um, throughout the week, but it was the same thing. It was chicken and rice and broccoli, and I was probably, you know, you and I were probably that 2% of people who could actually eat the same thing over and over because we did it to, yeah. <laughs> to beat our, you know, we knew the benefits, but we didn't, it wasn't enjoyable, and mm-hmm. most people can't and don't want to eat that. They need a variety of healthy meals, so but the thing is that you've got to have it ready. And so whether it's a program like Success Mills or you're prepared on your own, that's, that's the key. Because if it's not available, then you're going to be hitting the vending machine or, you know, like the drive through mm-hmm. And I'll tell people listening that, I mean, when, it's, when you go from this change from eating the way you are with probably bigger portions than you realize and go to these five small meals, it, I mean, it's one of those things where your eyes are always bigger than your stomach that's a problem when you eat on your own. And so when you have this ready for you, you think you're going to be hungry. But that's one of the first lessons I learned as a trainer about a decade ago is that it's not all just about counting calories. It's about counting quality. So these five small meals are very nutrient rich. They're, I mean, it's very healthy meals and you're going to be, you're going to have that safety, that full feeling, and you're going to be, uh, have energy throughout the day. It's not going to seem like it's, uh, that's a uh, one thing that's it's a huge difference you see you feel right off the bat when you eat when you're when you're the quality of your food gets better is uh, how much uh, more energy how much fuller you feel than if you were to have a um, unhealthy diet I guess. Well, and I think that you know you go, like you mentioned the supermarket too. You go down the aisles of the supermarket if you start looking at the labels of all this food. I mean the majority of food even many of them tout themselves as being healthy. I mean, they are devoid of any nutrition whatsoever. As a matter of fact, not only do they have a lot of unhealthy things, but a lot of things I don't even recognize with today's you know, genetically modified foods. And you know, I think today more foods are made in a lab somewhere off the New Jersey Turnpike rather than in a kitchen. 
And so you had all these <laughs> yeah. chemicals and things. The body doesn't recognize it, that, which is probably why we have diseases we didn't even hear of 20 years ago. Um, so, they, yeah, it really is about having quality nutrition um, you know, that's going to fortify your body and, and make you healthy and strong as opposed to the stuff that, uh, again, is devoid of any nutrition whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing on your side, you have a section where it says why success meals works and under, under there, one of the points it makes is about ongoing optimal progression. And so I think this is a very good point to make. Most people, when you first change your eating habits, you get a degree of success when you first begin the diet. But after a few weeks and your body adapts, the progress, progress seems to slow down a bit. So how does success meals prevent that from happening? Yeah, and, it, and we do a couple things, <clears throat> and, and that's it too, exactly. People, early on, they'll see progress, but the body will become accustomed to a, a certain amount of calories, a certain regimen, and uh, it, it will adapt quickly. So we need to thwart that, and one thing we do is we have the free day. So, you know, if we're below somebody's maintenance six days a week, we have one day we want to be slightly above. And, and this isn't a, you know, go to the buffet and all out binge where, you know, you get so many calories, your body certainly can't rebound from. It's going. If we're going slightly below your maintenance, maybe three to five hundred calories, we want one day we're going slightly above. And 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 to do this, it, again, it's not so much about counting those calories. It's saying, hey, you know, I'm still going to eat the same regimen I do throughout the week. My portion sizes are still congruent with the meals that success most provides me. But I'm going to allow myself one or two more sinful meals. As a result, even the portion sizes are, are the same. They're going to yield more fat, which, you know, we know that a gram of fat has twice the calories as a gram of protein or carbs. So that's where I'm going to get the extra calories to bump up my, my metabolism. And that's basically what happens. The body gets a sudden influx of calories, and it says, whoa, you know, rather than down-regulating to a lower caloric intake, um, it's going to have this one day where it gets this, this excess calories, and it's going to kind of bump up its internal thermostat and say, hey, here's, I need to burn and utilize these calories. And so it kind of cranks it up and prevents that down-regulation of the metabolic output. So that's the physiological benefits. And psychologically as well, there's equally the benefits because if I said, hey, you're going to eat healthy foods for 12 weeks and you're never going to have anything you enjoy, you're probably not going to enjoy it or adhere to it. You know, again, it's not a white-knuckle process. I want, I want to get so many people can adhere to it. So if I say, Chad, you can't have a, uh, that pizza or cheeseburger that you want. You just got to get through six days a week and you can reward yourself on Sunday with that, that one sinful meal. And I think that helps people get into that goal and then you eat that goal, you get some fast-soluble things maybe we're not providing, and you feel a little guilty afterwards, and you're ready to get back on the diet the next day. So that's one thing we do to prevent that acclimation. And secondly, as you know, again, we have clients monitor their progress on a weekly basis, be it scale, body weight, circumference measurements, noting how their clothes fit. And you know, the, when they're able to, by doing so, they're able to identify um, any waning progress. So if they see their progress begin to wane, because we do establish weekly goals, um, which is typically about 1% to 1.5% of your current body weight per week. That's what we strive for. It's a healthy and realistically amount of body that we can lose. And uh, if, if they see that go down or, again, they, they hit a plateau altogether, they're notifying us, and then we're making changes on our end to, to change up the diet a little bit to shock the body. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think uh, as a trainer with my clients and just myself, too, and I, I, I think of my clients, it's always normally myself, too. I'm my first guinea pig always. But that getting that that uh, cheat meal during the week I think is very important for long-term success and so and what, what people need to realize I think with success meals it's not a diet because I th- always have hated the word diet because I think it's temporary this a diet is something that you're not going to do long eventually a diet you're going to stop doing and eat normal the sex meal success meals is teaching you something a way to eat 
for the long term. And that's why I think that cheat meal is important because you're not realistically going to, if you're something you love, you're, you're, if it's not realistic to say I'm never going to have it again and that's just off limits. And so to be able to let yourself have that meal, that gives you a lot better chance of having success. You're setting yourself up for, for long-term success. And I think that's what everyone should be going for. But. You know, and, and I, I, I completely agree. And I, I see oftentimes, in my opinion, it kind of goes back to that 80-20 rule. I'd say the average uh, person probably eats good 20% of the time and bad 80%. And you when know, you go to it, eating a healthy um, diet, it's not 100%. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's really eating healthy 80% of the time, and, and you can have those things. Um, you know, if our, if our society did that as a whole, we wouldn't see the problems we have today with the uh, all the diseases and the obesity epidemic we're faced with now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think one thing that we see too, whether it's at the gym or with the diet, is um, in the first of the year with New Year's resolutions. I so often I see people come in and say, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working out, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to quit smoking, I'm going to stop drinking soda. You know, and those are great goals, but the reality is you're probably not going to do that for very long. But if you start yeah. with just, hey, I'm just going to improve my diet, you know, focus on one thing at a time, and it doesn't have to be perfect. And that's one thing, too. You see people, they, they try to be perfect, and inevitably they're going to they're gonna slip up. And so often they, oh, man, I ate a piece of pizza, and you know what, screw it, I'm going to eat whole pizza now. And, and they just throw in the towel completely, and you know, and that's like having a flat tire and getting out and slashing the other three. It doesn't make yeah. sense, but we see it so often. I mean, if you screw up, that's okay. You can just get back on and, and, uh, and clean up and do it right the next time. Just mm-hmm. that's, that's one problem I have with New Year's resolutions. I mean, I, I do. I am someone who, who is for New Year's resolutions. I think everyone should make them. It's just more goals that you're making, but you just got to do them the right way. But what I hate about the New Year's resolutions is that the, but they have all these statistics about after six weeks of the year, everyone's off their New Year's resolutions. And, they, and I think that's just a ridiculous statement because it's like in, in fitness, you're going to mess up from time to time. And it doesn't mean it's over. I, I love Jillian Michaels quote that I use all the time when the, she talks about fitness being a journey. If you get off track, all you have to do is take a U-turn. You're right back on course. I mean, so if you mess up, it's not over. All you got to do is get back on course and you're going to mess up from time to time. And so that's why letting your, allowing yourself to do it without any judgment is very important for long-term success. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was looking through your website again, there's a few things I guess were there before, but I didn't even notice. But you have Success Meals has evolved so much where now you actually have Success Meals KC for kids. And you have this kids program where, you, where uh, it's called Lunchbox, I think. But can you tell us a little bit about that and how that came about? Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, the first thing was trying to get the, the whole family eating well. Um, you know, oftentimes you'll have uh, one person call in, uh, and one to get on a healthy diet. And, and, and we know through statistics that um, success rates more than double when couples that together. So that was a big endeavor of ours is, hey, let's get, the, let's get both the husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend on the program together so uh, it will help their success rates. And, uh, <clears throat> and then from there it was like let's get the family on too because it, it's, it's difficult for, you know, let's say, um, a woman, if she's trying to eat healthy, but she still has to make uh, meals for her, ch- for her children, and it's tempting, and it takes time, and doesn't really save her any time. Um, so if we can get the kids eating healthy as well, um, however, they, you know, their palate's a little bit different than ours, so we have to make more kid-friendly meals for them. So we came up with an idea that we see today in the grocery store those lunchbox meals um, that kids eat, but they're not healthy, but they're con- again they're convenient, so parents can buy those and. Yeah, putting the kids' lunchbox, they take them to school, and they have these little pizzas or cheese and crackers. And um, 
we wanted to follow that concept, but again, make them healthy versions of those meals. So we came up with our version of uh, healthy lunchbox meals, and we came up with these, uh, you know, a line of meals that kids love, and uh, and made healthy versions of those. And that's uh, that's been real successful for helping kids, and that's real important too, because we do know, especially during adolescence, um, where the growth rate, the growth and maturation, you know, is just at a high rate, and no other time in the human life cycle is as high as it is during adolescence. That is so important that these kids eat healthy at that time. Um, you know, we know that um, if you don't eat healthy at that time, you're really kind of setting yourself up for, for a lifetime of weight and health problems. So um, healthy eating is always important. It's really important throughout childhood and adolescence. Yeah, and I think it's really cool that it can be something with success meals that is something for the whole family. And, and, and that's something I didn't realize before. That is a really cool I, I, the kids program, is I think, is a really cool step you guys have made. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick commercial break. So, listeners, if you, uh, success or successmeals.com as a Todd's website, you can go and take a look at it real quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Todd a little more about success meals and the changes that may be having some coming in the future. We'll be right back on Be Fit for Life. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Kelly covers our relationship with food and teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be, taking us on a weekly food journey, guiding us to a more rich and vibrant life. So tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. We're here with Todd Markley from Success Mills KC. And we just got done talking about some of the additional programs that Success Mills had with Kids Lunch Pro- Lunchbox Program. Uh, where success meals for for kids can be part of the equation along with the adults. Um, I know you have several different programs that you offer. You have like individual, couple, partner. What what are the different uh, programs that you that you that people can choose from? You know, it, it, yeah, it, you can choose from anything from 
a single person, a couple's program, or a family program. And then we have different types of programs, be it a duration, um, 12 weeks or minimum, because we've, we've found that that's really the amount of time we need to make a, a transition, you know, a transformation where somebody's going to see really good results. Um, <clears throat> oftentimes, I've had people often say, you should do a smaller program, like a six-week program. And what we found is for the average person that has 20 pounds to lose, that first six weeks, although we, we burn body fat simultaneously everywhere, they're going to notice it more so in the extremities where you have less fat beds and not so much in, in the troublesome areas, which for men is the midsection and women the, the hips. Um, and so right, but it's about that six-week point when we've depleted those fat beds and extremities, and, and now the body has no choice but to solely attack those those fat beds in the troublesome areas. So we find that the really good stuff happens at that latter half of the 12-week program. So um, we really need that full 12 weeks to get a really good transformation where people can see some noticeable progress, and especially in the areas they want. So um, <clears throat> we do have the 12-week program, and then we have longer programs. So anything up from a, you know, 12 to 24, even 36 weeks. Um, and then we have some different programs. That kind of a neat one we have is called the rewards program. And what I found was... <clears throat> We all know when people begin a meaningful endeavor, the motivation is always high at the beginning, mm-hmm. the onset, but uh, motivation is cyclical, so it's going to go up and down. And with the rewards program, what we do is we have people come in at the beginning of their program, the third week, the sixth week, and the 12-week mark. And we set up benchmarks. We say, okay, we're, we're going to weigh you at the beginning, and for the first three weeks of your program, for every five pounds you lose, we're going to give you a free week added onto the back end of your program. So we're going to track that. And then weeks four through six, we, you know, we kind of up the end a little bit. We say, okay, now it's every four pounds you lose, you're going to earn a free week. And then the latter half of the program, it's every two pounds you lose, you're going to earn a free week. So this program is really for people who have a, a good amount of body fat to lose. It's not for somebody who just wants to get a little bit leaner and lose 10 to 20 pounds, but rather the person who's got 50-plus pounds to lose is really going to benefit from this because they're going to they're going to earn a lot of free weeks to take them throughout, you know, even another 12 weeks. But the more importantly... By having those benchmarks, it gives them a goal to work towards, and then there's accountability. They know they're going to come in and weigh in with us. And the neat thing, too, about coming in is we do all kinds of metrics, not just scale body weight, but the body fat and, and some other um, health parameters. We test the you know, waist-tip ratio and, and things like that. But then it allows us to, to make adjustments, too, based on their progress, and, and not just in terms of that, but uh, their mills. If they say, hey, you know, it's going well, but... I don't really care for this meal. Can, can I swap that out with something else for breakfast or, or lunch? And so we're able to tweak things here and there to make the program more terrible and more successful. So that's, a, that's just a great program that we had a lot of success with. And then um, I'm sure there's others as well, but they can, you know, if I'm forgetting something, you always check them out under the program section of our website. I, I love the the long term the benchmarks the week, week the reward system. I think that's great for someone I, I've had had several clients that over over my decade as a trainer that I've been able to help lose a lot of weight but I know it's that's one thing that is important when you have a long goal it seems like a marathon to the finish and so being able to have those little things like you said to keep your motivation up uh that's a it's a very good uh idea that help that help can help you keep going when things get tough yeah I think it's, it's neat too when you track this progress um yeah, that helps. It, it's always when you see progress, it's always motivating. And earlier when we were talking about, you know, a lot of people begin a diet or a workout regimen, they see progress early on, but they soon hit a plateau because their body acclimates. And uh, <clears throat> when you're able to change things up, you're able to keep that progress steady and continuous. Or even furthermore, when you're able to track that progress, oftentimes since we see ourselves every day, we don't notice it so much. You know, we may think we're not really making progress, but then you come back and have your body fat tested and like, oh, gee, I... 
you know, I've actually have lost another five pounds and even gained two pounds of muscle, or I lost another inch on my waist. So those kind of things really, you know, it's working, you know, and motivates people to continue on. Mm-hmm. So I know we mentioned a little bit earlier about uh, some of the changes you may be having. You may be adding a few things to success meals down the road. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we're getting ready to launch a new thing. Um, it's a it's a cleanse program, a, a juicing detox. Um, and oftentimes, you know, people can start their program with this. It's a good way to begin a diet because it cleanses out your system, all the toxins, and and uh, cleans off those receptors so you're able to absorb nutrition better. I think it's a great way to to begin a diet because you're going to really be able to absorb all the nutrition and feed those muscles and start with that. And, and also through the detox itself, you're going to drop a lot of weight as well. But it's also a good thing when people do hit those uh, plateaus throughout their program. So if we have somebody who's currently on a program, but they hit a, a static point, and again, we have all of what we call metabolism spiking techniques, things we, can, things we can change with the diet rather than just restricting calories, which we see so often when people on a typical diet, they restrict calories, that people hit a plateau and they further restrict them, and, and that they repeat that process over time, and pretty soon you have somebody eating 800 calories a day and not losing weight. So that's why as a last resort, everyone to further restrict calories. So we do a lot of things to change the diet up. Um, to shock the body without restricting calories, and that's one thing we can implement. If somebody's hit a plateau, we'll do a three-day cleanse, um, and that, that, again, that's going to shock the body and do a lot of health things, clean out the body, get rid of all those nasty and unhealthy toxins, and prepare the body you know, to, uh, to really get a good environment to lose weight. So we're excited about that. We're going to launch that in about two weeks, and that's going to consist of really three days where you're just basically eating, um, having four juices that are you know, a lot of fruit and vegetables and really rich in nutrients, um, and I think it's going to consist of uh, uh, two salads as well. So not really any solid food for three days. So it's not going to be easy, but it's going to really be a, a, one of those things that's really going to help people lose weight and, and get healthy. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a great addition to your program. It's a great idea. Um, listeners, if you want to know a little bit more about, see a little bit of the pro- progress on on the website, successmeals.com. There's, I didn't notice before, Todd, you have these little videos of Jen's success story or whatever. Yep. But there's uh, three little videos you can watch that will actually show a person, uh, introduce the program, and you get to basically see her uh, week or two program. And but gets to see how the process goes, how you wake up in the morning, and it's going to be right outside your door this, with this cooler that you can take around all day. Uh, and it's really kind of it's a good video to kind of explain the process of what you'll go through every day getting the program. Um, so it's definitely something to go and take a look at. You know, Chad, another thing we offer is um, <clears throat> anybody, anybody out there who's interested in the program, um, you can visit our website. And you'll notice in the top right-hand corner there's a little um, icon that says Try Us on Us. And you can click on that and fill out a brief uh, questionnaire, and we'll send you a free day of meals over to your house. You can see firsthand how the meals are packaged, presented, delivered, most importantly, how they taste, the quality and variety. And just, you know, that's going to put yourself in a position to make a, a well-informed decision as to whether or not this is the right program for you. Because you're actually going to try a day for free. There's absolutely no obligation. We actually encourage people to, to try a day because um, we think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. So if that's something you're, uh, any of your listeners are interested in, they can certainly go on our website and fill that out, and, and we'll get a free day over to their house. Yeah, and that's how I got started with the Sex Mills, actually. There was a, one of the coworkers who was getting ready for his first uh, figure show, first uh, bodybuilding show, uh, was using your program. And so I tried the day free and really liked it, and then I've, I've used it several times since then. So it's definitely a great way to test out the test out what it's like. And uh, if, you, if you haven't ever done it before, I highly recommend doing that. Well, uh, we're getting close to the end of the show, Todd. I'd 
thanks for coming on again. You've been a great guest if, to end the show with. So we've given a, a lot of great information to the listeners today. If you if they could only take away one thing, what would you want that to be? You know, one thing is uh, I would probably just say the tenacity. Just uh, as we're talking about earlier, um, starting healthy and stick with it. it doesn't have to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes, but just uh, get on a healthy eating regimen. Try try really hard to get to break it, those meals up into smaller meals throughout the day, and. Uh, and don't beat yourself up if you make a mistake. Yeah, that that's real good. And so, uh, listeners, um, to get off the yo-yo routine and stop getting temporary results, remember a diet, if it's just temporary, if you're not going to stay on it long term, you're just going to get temporary results. So if you want to try something new, something that's going to can help you lead to long-term results, then uh, try a, try the Day of Success Meals. But the successmeals.com and KC uh, and uh, I guarantee you, you won't you won't be upset about it. But thank you, Todd, for being on the show, and thanks, listeners, for tuning in this week. And I'll see you next week on Be Fit for Life. Thanks again for tuning us in. Please join Chad Austin next Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Be Fit for Life on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, have fun, get active, and be fit.